One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. I'm Steve Hoard. This is Josh Williams. Welcome to episode three of our series where we are identifying the ideal Liverpool summer transfer target. On episode one, we looked at the number eight. On episode two, we looked at defensive midfielders. Here on episode three, we're going to be looking at left back slash left hand side of Liverpool's defence, whatever you want to call it. Basically, what Andy Robbo has been doing last season. Yeah, what we're going to be looking at is how they set up in the new system that Liverpool have employed, the strengths and what Liverpool wants from their certain player, and then of course identifying some names who fit the bill as well. So, Josh, since Liverpool moved to this. New formation that you call it the, the three two five. Um, Andy Robertson's effectively become uh, the, a left back and a left centre half in one. He's one of the ones who were majorly impacted by the change. For those who are watching along, you can see on the board now we've got him here. For those listening, you're basically on the left hand side of a back three there. Um, first of all, in that role, I thought, how did you think Andy Robertson did in general? Do you think he was? enough do you think Liverpool got what they wanted out of him is there scope to say maybe they want to, ideally they would want something a little bit different if Jürgen was drawing this up on a, on a blank uh, piece of paper what what did you make of Robertson in that role no I think so far I've been pleasantly surprised by him I think yeah, he's shown so far that I don't think Liverpool need to upgrade Upgrade. It's, I, don't, I don't, don't think it's a need I don't think it's um, any kind of pressing concern he, he's shown that he can do it he's defensively good he can still get up the pitch at times um, tactically aware in terms of like Liverpool's behaviour on the ball and, and against the ball and not on the Jurgen Klopp for many years now so I think he's done it to a decent level and as I said I don't think Liverpool need to upgrade or anything like that but maybe behind them is back up is Simakas that's why this is the reason I'm, I'm glad you said that because the, the reason why I'm doing this show when I, when I put it together a little idea was that I think Costa Simicash was the perfect backup when Liverpool looked like they used to look like. Four three, the pivots there, yeah. and the left back role was to be up and down this left hand side, supporting Sadio Mane or Luis Diaz or whatever it was. I actually think we saw the best of Costa Simicash, but since they went to a back three, um, effectively or whatever you call it, you know, drifting inside a little bit with Trent moving into that that more midfield-ish type role, I looked at Costa Simicash a few times and was like. I'm not sure that's what we need. And if Andy Robertson's out, I'm not sure you want Costa Simicash playing two months worth of footy in that role. Yeah. I, you know, I was, I was there against four, it didn't look great again. Southampton, there's loads of caveats to the Southampton game, but again, it looked it, it looked a little bit messy at times. So, would you agree with me on that? Do you think I'm, 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 I'm not far off on it? What have your thoughts about Costas when you've seen the little you have seen him in that role? Yeah, no, I agree with you, mate. And I think generally throughout the season, I think even in the previous role, I don't think he's had a great season. I think whenever he's came in and had the opportunity to make an impression, I think he's looked a little bit off it. I think his concentration isn't isn't very good at times, a little bit sloppy. Um, 
And if you think of the nature of the change in in role here, what what the new left back is essentially getting asked to do, it is very against what we know from from Simicast. We know him as a, a player for the final third. You can get clever crosses and overlaps and lots of attacking intent and stuff. Whereas Robbo can do all that attacking stuff. But Robbo, we, we know he's he's always been very good defensively, don't we? And I think for Scotland at times, because Scotland have got Kieran Tierney over there as well. I think he's played as on the left of a back three at times, Robbo. So he is a bit more experienced in doing it. So he's not overly an issue for me. But as as you say, the backup there is a bit more of a problem. And if you think potentially as well with Matt potentially leaving, you know that's that's up in the air, isn't it? We could get like we could replace Matt and Simicast almost with one player yeah. by getting in a centre half who can play on the left and do a bit of left back stuff at times, maybe. Absolutely. So right, then before we start looking at some names and stuff, then so since Jurgen moved uh, and changed into this system. Effectively, Andy Robbo's role. What what is what has been his role? What you've been asked to do, uh, and then more, and then second of all, what what characteristics are Liverpool looking for, or in that role, what you would think Jurgen's looking for in that role? Well, I, I think apart from the Trent one, I think this is probably the biggest tactical shift potentially, um, potentially the Jones role as well. But you are essentially asking. The left back, rather than being the attacking fullback who's overlapping and responsible for delivering assists and things like that, he's now playing next to Van Dijk for a lot of a lot of the game, and he's tucking in as a as a wide centre back at times. So in comparison to like what we knew before, there's some new stuff in there. Um, it's now a bit more of a hybrid role in terms of being a fullback and a and a centre back. Really, obviously, you want him to be left footed. Um, we want him to fit the usual age thing, which I've said in every every series so far, every show so far, uh, twenty five and under ideally. Um, we want him to be able to play as a left back, but have the qualities to play as a centre back as well. So ideally, he'll probably be a bit taller than Robbo, a bit taller than Simicas. Yeah. Um, I think Robbo was about five ten or something like that, isn't he? So in terms of being like targeted ideally, you could say that is a potential weakness there. Um. You want to be mobile and, you know, because we're occupying a high defensive line a lot of the time. Um, that player is expected to defend wide open spaces and he gets dragged out wide a lot, covering the wide areas. So he needs to be comfortable doing that. Yeah. Some centre-halves are just less comfortable doing that. Um, ideally good 1v1 as well. Um, good on the ball. Some attack and threat, ideally, if they're used as... A conventional fullback at times potentially with that. And, and we, yeah, because even in this role, with there were times when we we did see Andy Robertson becoming more, yeah. you know, th- those underlapping runs that he was known for. He was he, there were still occasions where he was either asked to do it or the game required them to do it as well. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I see your point. At times you're going to be asked to go. Actually, you know, it, when Liverpool haven't got the ball, and I'm just moving it around for those who were listening, going back to what Liverpool are without the ball, which is effectively, you know, the press has been beaten and Liverpool go back into a four-three-three shape. Now, that left-hand side over there, there will be some, like, centre-halves who would be very, very uncomfortable being asked to go up and defend there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Man City do it really well because they've got Nathan Ake who's, who can do both. He's used to being a centre-back and a left-back. It, it, it almost feels like he's almost like the ideal model for when you want someone because you wouldn't want, I don't know, just your regular run-of-the-mill centre-half getting dragged over there. They don't want to be yeah, over there, to, really. To be honest, mate, even if you think of Virgil, Virgil over there, for me, would, would look uncomfortable. I yeah. don't think he'd look like a... Look like he's comfortable doing it for me. Matip sometimes looked a little bit out. Canate's been really good at it. He's been, he's been another one who's impressed since the change on the right. But yeah. yet even Matip at times when he was asked to go out there, was never. He was 
you know, he was often committing fouls or just thinking, you know what, he was worried about a lack of pace kind of thing. Yeah. I, it, it's, I think it's really, really difficult to ask someone to go from playing as a centre-half to going out there, which may be why, because if he wanted to when Jürgen made this shift, and I'm going to put it back to the, the attacking format with the three at the back there, um, he, he had the option to play, he could have played Joe Gomez, he could have played Joe Matip, he could have went Matip, Canate and Van Dijk as a three, or Van Dijk in the middle, obviously. He could have played Gomez, who, who's got experience at full-back. But he decided to go with Andy Robbo. And my my thinking was that he wanted someone who was actually, I'm all right. He, he trusted Canati to go and do it on the right-hand side. Whoever was out on the left-hand side, he, he wanted to be, to be comfortable defending all that space. Because look how much it is. Would you, go, would you go along with that a little bit? Maybe that's why he, he chose Robertson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I said, he, he, defensively, there's never really been any question marks about him. He, he, he's really good defensively. He's decent 1v1. Um, but if, you, if you're coupling that attacking threat thing that I've just mentioned... It is kind of like an added bonus that he has in comparison to an Aitanaki or a Ben White, I think, who was doing it for Arsenal. In terms of if Liverpool are playing this system and say 10 minutes left and we are a goal down, maybe you, you do just tell Vavo to start going and you leave Virgil with Canate and you go full overload type yeah. thing. Whereas yeah. if this is Ake, he's just got a bit. Bit less of that about. Well, he's getting subbed off, and he's gonna have Pep up and Ado Silva there a couple of times, <laughs> and then he just because he, he, he's inclined to do that. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Well, like I say, that's why it's interesting. I think it's a really important conversation. Well, an intriguing, interesting conversation to have. So, I did ask you to come up with a couple of names if Liverpool were looking for someone. Not so much. Well, let's let's just say Robertson's either injured or you're going to upgrade him. I'm not sure either way. Simakas's replacement. Are you looking at a left back or are you looking at a left side, the centre half? I think it's I think it's really difficult to understand what you want. I'm not quite yeah. sure what Jaeger. If you ask Jaeger hand on heart, I'm looking at like what 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 have you gone for? What 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 have you decided there? To be honest, I've gone with a bit of both. Really, I think looking at my list, you're probably mostly centre halves. Who can do a job? Who, who could play as a fullback if needed? Yeah. Um, I think if you think of most fullbacks. They're usually out there as failed wingers rather than failed centre halves. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It's it's an insistent one. It's 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 just I don't even know how I would specifically come up with them. Really, it's just kind of like a you just it's just like a hybrid role, really, isn't it? It's, it's like a, a player who's who's predominantly a centre half and, and can play out wide and looks comfortable out there. And so it's tricky. Yeah, there's not that many surprisingly uh, unsurprising. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Um, it's, a, it's a relatively new thing. Like, the, yeah. you know, Pep, Pep, like Nathan Ake seems to me like, the, again, maybe attacking-wise, I think he's good enough in the attacking-wise where he's not a liability. No. You know what I mean? Like that, that, maybe that's where you go with it, where... Like I, I, for example, I always suggest. I think if Robertson was two inches taller, he might just be the perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there's nothing, there's no real glare and weakness. Maybe a little bit younger, a little bit stuff. But yeah, looking at again going back to the cost, I think I wouldn't be comfortable with it. So I, I actually just come with a couple of ideal names. If you were, you know, you were looking to sign someone, if Liverpool were looking for the targets in this area, which you know, your your Schmidt's come in and Jürgen's gone right. I could do with upgrading Costa. So even if you say to him. Can you get me someone who plays ahead of Robertson and Robertson becomes me, me backup? That's another way of going about it. But is there any ideal names you think could fit that role? Yeah, well, I think the ideal one, mate, would be would be Josko Gvardiol, who's currently playing for RB Leipzig. Um, did well for Croatia in the World Cup, although he did get roasted by Lionel Messi for that specific moment. Do you remember that? A lot of people do. You, yeah. you can't hold that against yeah. a lot of people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, James Milner got meg by him a couple of times as well, called him a donkey. Then he was really, <laughs> yeah, yeah Gavardia had, had the mask on in the World Cup, that's what I mainly remember him for. He has been linked again. He's, the, 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 I guess, like say, we mentioned before about the scarcity of players, like left side, the centre-halves in general, or left-backs, like, there's a reason why Gavardia is, is being touted with a big feet. Chelsea were linked with a huge transfer for him back in January. We'll see where we're at. Going into this summer, but yeah, you can see why he is such a a player who's in demand because he, he does he does fit the bill perfectly. Absolutely, you, you could see him want they, you could see him putting Robertson on the bench. Really, couldn't you? Yeah, you, you, could, you really could. Yeah, whether we want that, we don't even know. Do we? Yeah, we, yeah, this was, was yeah, we don't know. Yeah, yeah. But he, he is ideal in terms of the specific profile that you're after. If Suppose pay- what else he could do, mate, as well is you know if Virgil ever needed the game off. You know, he, he, he potentially yeah. go there as well. You need yeah, him to. Yeah, yeah. But he is left-footed. Yeah. He's he's only twenty-one. Believe it or not, he's about six foot one-ish. Yeah. So he's a good height, good in the air. He's on a relatively low wage in comparison to like you know what we're used to in the Premier League. Supports Liverpool. He supports Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> I know that one. Um, he's got a long contract though, which could probably be a problem. Twenty twenty-seven as deal runs out, so we yeah, can Leipzig can't years. stupid that. They know exactly, what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing don't they? But the fact he plays for Leipzig is a thing. You know, he's the Red gettable. Bull, the Red Bull thing, and seems like can I say we got from from Leipzig? So we've got a decent relationship there with them. Um, but he's probably the gold standard, and I think it's it'd be a shame to be honest because he's getting linked with City. Laporte is getting linked with a move. If they replace Laporte with him, it's it's just annoying, isn't it? It's, 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 it's outrageous, really. Yeah. City, you know, getting Haaland one season, getting in uh, Guardiola season after. It's just what, what are we even bothering for? Like? But <laughs> he, he's ideal though, in terms of what we're looking at. He can play as a centre half, can play as a fullback. Yeah. Uh, looks perfect, basically. Um, Another lad we're getting linked with is Goncalo Inacio, who plays for Sporting. Um, I think he's 21, really good on the ball. I think the only player in Portugal this season who's played more progressive passes than him is a lad from Porto called Otavio, who we've been linked with in the past as well, actually midfielder. So really progressive on the ball. Um, can do the centre-half left-back thing as well. We seem to like buying Portuguese players lately, don't we, with Nunes and... Um, Diaz obviously Julian Ward had a bit of a link there maybe that's that's died a little bit now but he seems to fit the bill good age there's a lad called Piero Hincapi as well great name 
never heard of him. Who's he? Talk to me about Piero. <laughs> really, really is a good name. It sounds a bit like a Pokemon, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> he evolves uh, into uh, from Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, he plays for uh, for Leverkusen. Okay. Another one getting coached by Xabi Alonso at the minute. Similar to Florian Vert, who we spoke about a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but he's, I think he's Colombian or Ecuadorian. Definitely South American anyway. But he's been playing as sometimes as a wing-back for Xabi Alonso. Um, can play as a centre-back as well. Good age, aggressive, versatile, decent on the ball. So he, he fits the way he's kind of new on the scene a little bit. But I think he's recently signed a new contract. I think he's kind of one of the main players at Leverkusen, one of the main players Xabi wants to build around. So he could be difficult to acquire, obviously. There's a lad called Nea Fagueard as well, who plays for West Ham. Um, he's rapid. Yeah, he, good player. He's fast. That's what you know about him. He's um, yeah. Again, he was another part of that Morocco team, wasn't he? That, yeah. that did really, really well in the World Cup. But I know Neil Jones put him in a piece recently. I'd say Liverpool liked him, so um, there could be something. Yeah, he's a good player. The only thing about him is that move he got to West Ham probably is his big move, to be honest, because he's now, I think he's 27 now. So around that time, he was getting linked with West Ham. Liverpool probably were looking at him. I think he was about 25 at the time. They paid about 35 million for him. So, that might be you him. know, yeah, top player, but he, the ship might have sailed with that one. Um, and a, a recent link is, is this Mickey van der Ven, another great name, um, coming out of Wolfsburg, which is interesting because obviously George Schmadke was just... Schmadke signed him. Yeah, yeah, Schmadke signed him, yeah. But he is very physical, another one who's rapid. Have you seen the video? I've seen the video. Everyone's seen the video. <laughs> if you Google Mickey, yeah, Google Mickey van der Ven, he's basically legging it back towards his own goal. Everyone's seen it by now, yeah, I'm sure as well, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I didn't know too much about him until these recent transfer links. But again, if you're talking, you can see why he's being linked. You know, it, it, sometimes it's directed a foot. He used to be at a certain team. You know, just here's ten players he could sign. But with Van der Ven, he actually he would suit that kind of. You could see where it, it kind of fits. It isn't just a no, here's no, a no. lad who he used to manage kind of thing. He, he does kind of fit the bill here as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You do see lazy links with that sometimes, yeah. don't you? But he, he's about. I think he's again. He's about six, six one, six three, something like that around that. Very fast, yeah, so suited to being in Liverpool defence. Can do the, the full-back, centre-back thing, left-footed. I think he's 21, 22, something like that. Um, so he, he, he seems to fit the bill, even though it's it's a Wolfsburg, Schmadke kind of lazy story. It, it does seem to be potentially something in that one. Okay. Um, Levi Colwell is a good player. He's currently at Brighton. Liverpool do like him as well. Well, he was, he was at Brighton. Yeah, he forgot, didn't he? Play, he, he done an interview where he forgot he played for Chelsea. Yeah, he's <laughs> yeah. A, yeah he's a, he very much doesn't like being, I don't think he was particularly <laughs> fond of the Chelsea by some of the comments he made, but he's another one who has, but he's actually been linked with Liverpool, whether he could get him out of Chelsea. Yeah. He, well, he, I, he, had, he had a very good season at Brighton. He did, yeah. Left-footed. Brighton have just bid for him, actually. He's 30 million, and it got rejected outright, apparently. So, looks like they want to keep him, but whether he even wants to stay, I don't know. But he, he, he's, I've seen a video this week saying his, his idol was Stephen Gerrard going up. See that one? No, I didn't, but everyone's is. Get him on the phone, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a, a homegrown player, which we seem to have a bit of a concern over at the yeah. minute, considering we've lost Ox, lost Milner and, and that stuff. So he's a, I think he's 21, 20, something like that. Good progressive on the ball. Looked really a home player. He was playing like, he played more like a proper left centre back, am I right in saying it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was more he was more of the the the, 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 the wing backs, like more kind of thing. But yeah, 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 but I think he's I think he's got the Gomez elements about him in terms of you could just play him as a fullback, and he's got traits to just yeah. cope as a fullback if he wants to. So, I think he's a decent link. But whether Chelsea would sell him to us, I 
don't know, to be honest. It's probably why the sounds are Brighton, wouldn't he? So. Yeah, 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 it's a good point, yeah. Um, and the last one that I've got is a lad called Pau Torres. He plays for Villarreal. Yeah. It's quite surprising to me that he's still there, though. He's been linked there loads of times. Man United were linked with Pau Torres every, every single summer, but yet maybe there is a reason why, why yeah. no one's been able to quite get him out of Villarreal. Because every time you've seen him, He's looked a really good player, and yeah, maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe there is something in it that we're not noticing. But I mean, talking you talk about the height thing, was he six two, six three, something six like that? Three is, yeah. He fits the age just about twenty five, twenty six, is he? Twenty six. Yeah, so he, he, I, I like him. I think he's a good player. I think, I think he, but again, I I see. I still think he's more of a centre half than a. Yeah, I agree. Than, you know what I, mean? I agree. His contract his contract expires next summer though, and. You know, he's got to have a move in him sometime soon. As you say, he's been linked with City, United, Arsenal, Liverpool. Um, supposedly on our list, I think, when we were looking at Virgil a, a while back. So, yeah. um, he, he can definitely make that step up. He's not so much of a fullback compared to the names I've already listed here, but could probably do it similar to like how Ben White has done it. I don't. I think he's a bit of a Ben White kind of fullback. Maybe um, doesn't offer the he wouldn't offer the the Robbo two way threat no. if he needs to. If you start saying to him get forward, I don't think he could do much of that. Like, but. Progressive on the ball, you know, good in possession, relaxed, composed. Typically Spanish, really, in that sense. But he looks like a player who does roughly fit the bill and, you know, certainly certainly attainable by the looks of it, considering he's he's out of contact in a year and he, he's only playing for Villarreal, who I think have finished mid-table last season, I'm not sure. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. So, yeah. It all makes sense. So, we kind of said it before, so... Again, if York Schmack could go on the phone and do his favour, Josh, it's fine with someone who can either back up Robbo or replace him or whatever. I'm guessing Cavardio would be the one you go. Have you got have you got the money to go and get Cavardio? Would that be fair to say? That would be fair to say, yeah. But the the like I think Leipzig did actually come out pretty recently and say like he's not going this summer. Yeah, don't want him to. Yeah. So I can't see that one of them honest. Other than him, I do like Colwell a lot. I think that'd be that'd be a good transfer. But again, whether Chelsea would sell him or not isn't remains to be seen. And Inacio at, at Sporting is definitely worth looking at as well. Okay, there you go. Let us know, guys. If you're watching this on YouTube or indeed listening to the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, use the comment section. Which of those players or indeed somebody else would you be interested in Liverpool signing for that left-hand side of their defensive role? Like I say, if you're listening as a podcast, you can tweet us at the Redmen TV. Josh is at Distance Coverage. You can get your thoughts in there as well. We'd love to hear them. Like I say, if you haven't already, this was episode three. Go back and watch episodes one and two or indeed listen to them. Episode one was about number eight. Episode two was about defensive midfielders. We've just done left-back slash left-centre-half, whatever you call it. On next week's show, we'll be looking at the right centre-back position. Gomez question marks, massive question marks that Liverpool need to improve. But behind Ibu Kanate, and if they do, who should they be looking at? We hope to see you on that one. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week looking at the centre-backs. Hey, our three-part documentary series, Bobby Firmino, Best in the World, is being released this June. And if you head to redmenplus.com and sign up, you're going to get early access to episode one, exclusive access to episodes two and three, and you're also going to get the full interviews with all of the contributors, including Jordan Henderson, Adam Lalana, Ian Rush, and so many more as well. Head to redmenplus.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.